0: Good morning. Happy Friday, April twenty second. Um, and it is Friday. I gotta sign into Fidelity. I'm getting a little late start. Um, loved the debate on Disney and the uh special um special use tax. Uh they had a debate with a Republican and Democrat. Um, and I was talking with one of my very conservative friends, and uh we were discussing who won the debate. Uh it, it was interesting to me. That the Republicans have taken uh, taken money from the uh, uh from from Disney uh, c- political contributions for years and not saying anything about China and the Democrats said I haven't taken money from China because of their stance and, um from from Disney because of their stance on China and I don't plan on taking money I can't afford to take my kids to Disney World blah 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 the whole thing so kind of I thought it was a mic drop situation because the um the Republican turned around and said, this shows you that I'm not beholden. Uh, they gave me, I think it was a few hundred dollars. <laughs> and I I didn't go against my vote, but uh, where my, my, um, my moral stand. And all I said to that was, to my um, conservative friend was, hey, he took it while they were doing it in China. We didn't have a political stance about, you know, a uh, moral stance about slavery, um, genocide interesting but it was a great debate um but either way um you know that that it's definitely political we both agreed by the way uh myself and my conservative friend that it's political retribution that this is 100 percent anti-business um you know that it's just it's not a good move on the republicans part to push this one forward um because she brought up that Universal, the Democrat brought up that Universal does have this special use uh, in sev- several areas where they're able to do it. And now they're taking away from Disney, even though Disney was the first one in the state, the the state's top employer, blah, blah, blah. So, either way, let's get to stocks. Yesterday was just a shit show. Sorry for the language. That's all I can say, though. Um, If you thought, I mean... We have all heard for the last three months, um, I, I would say since February, at least I think February. Um, so it's two months, three months, that a half point rate hike is possible and and, and that it's likely in May. And then what happened yesterday, and, and I posted this on Twitter, that when Powell starts speaking, if I even see a rise in the 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 VIX or or downturn by Uvixi, UVXY, UVXY. Uh, well, that one shot up. Essentially, Powell, what Powell said was, yeah, we're going to do a half-point rate hike and we're going to be extra aggressive. Um, and he didn't want to talk about the markets. He didn't want to talk about anything. He wanted to talk about the economy. And he said, yeah, we're going to do a half-point rate hike. Well, what happened was the, uh, the market crashed, just crashed. And when we talk crashed, we were up by 1% or 2% on most of the indices, Um, the Dow, the S&P, the NASDAQ, those are the three that I follow. Um, We were up by at least 1% if not 2% on those. When this happened, we were then down by down by the end of the day by 2%. So it was crazy. Um, It was nuts. It's clear. The market doesn't have a half-point rate hike priced in. Um, the Ark funds were down four and five percent. DraftKings down seven percent. Um, Facebook down seven percent. Um, you look at all of these. Um, Palantir down three percent. Tesla, which was up ten percent in in during the day yesterday, you had almost a twenty percent move in Tesla from a thousand down to nine hundred, and then it bounced up. to well, I'm sorry, eleven 1, hundred down to nine hundred. And then, um, you know, went back up to 1000 It closed 3% up yesterday. Um, crazy, crazy moves. Uh, but what does this offer, offer us? Opportunities, in my mind. Um, again, like I said, uh, you know, Amazon, under 3000 um, It And I did post this on, um, on uh, Twitter yesterday. But Amazon was a buy. In the morning, or I'm sorry, yesterday afternoon, um, it was a buy in our algorithm yesterday afternoon, um, and then it was a sell. And by the way, uh, Cleveland Cliffs, we'll get to that one in a little bit. Uh, that just came up on my Trend Spider, but it was a buy at 31.62 and a sell yesterday at 29.64. It hasn't shown on yesterday's candle yet. It will um, show me the percentage, but I don't know what percentage loss that is. Again, under three thousand. Um, there is a gap here, like I said, 27.98 to 28.16, somewhere in that neighborhood. Um, if I switch to the daily, let me see if I see that gap in the daily. There is a gap here, 28, 28.05. So um, if we were going to cover a gap, I think that's the gap that we would cover down to 2,800, um, but the RSI is at 41. Um, the MACD is not crossing up on the uh, the daily. Uh, the MACD did cross up on a four hour, but it did not cross up on a daily. I still think that anything under three thousand on Amazon is a buy. Uh, Apple, on the other hand, um, we went from one seventy down to one sixty. This was a buy at one sixty eight ninety seven. Like I said, anything under one seventy. I think a, if you don't have a position in Apple, you start a position. The RSI is at 43. Um, you've got earnings coming up on April 28th. Uh, there was a report out of somebody that the Apple is on target for iPhone deliveries, which if you know anything about the history of Apple, for years, this didn't trade on anything other than iPhone deliveries. Tim Cook turned that around to be more earnings and more um, service-related revenue. Um, which should be good. Again, that's not supply chain issues. That's, you know, some of the things that you're going to hear um, that are issues from Apple are more supply chain things um, with the Macs, I think. But their iPhone delivery should be on. So Apple under 170 a buy. Amazon under 3 a buy. Um, one of the ones that I'll talk about that I have led everybody wrong on, hopefully you got out because, again, when you're trading these and I say, Something like, just just for future reference, when I say, yeah, anything under 700 is a buy, I always have, and it there, I don't follow these rules. And again, follow these rules. And this would be one rule that I would say. If you buy something and it's 5% down, get rid of it. Uh, you know, if you're in a tax uh, situation where it's in a brokerage and not necessarily in a retirement account, um, Reconsider, perhaps, because again, you can't write off that loss if you buy it and then make money. It would be a wash sale. Um, but then uh, you can look up wash sale if you'd like. But in my mind, if you lose 5%, get rid of it. Just get rid of it. Don't hold in hope. We're not trading options here. This isn't something that's going to come back. Um, you know, you could miss the bounce up, but if you lose 5%, get out um and again shopify was one it had us in at 567 there was a sale on april 7th i had brought this up on the podcast you would have made 15% there is no reason to stay in that one uh for the month of april just to hope that it it got back up take your profits move on so um that's my that's my little speech on that one um but i did lead people wrong uh, let's see, Disney at these levels, since we were talking about the Disney, um, Disney thing, Disney at these levels, it interests me. Um, you're out as far as the algorithm goes. There is no way that this uh, MACD is crossing up anytime soon on this uh, thing. There are gaps here between 127 and 131 and 134 and 135. Those gaps will be filled at some point. Disney's earnings are on May 11th. Uh, This earnings season may be slightly political, um, politically charged, I should say, um, in their earnings with some of the questions from analysts on uh, what does this special use tax um, repeal mean to you? Uh, what does this mean to you? What does that mean to you? Blah, blah, blah. chapek is on the hot seat. He put himself on the hot seat. By the way, uh, CEO 101 says don't get involved in political discussions. It doesn't h- help. He put himself in this position. Um, had he just said, Ooh, "No comment," and just continued, we'd probably be done with this. I don't think it'd be. You know, the parks are full. Disney Plus is uh is is thriving, is growing. Uh, it's not a Netflix situation. They are going to do ad, ad ad an ad tier. You've got everything made, and this guy just stepped in it. So, um, but. Again, there's other questions with Disney about uh, other things, but their parks are full. Um, broadcast, ESPN, is doing crazy good. Um, their multiple, let's see what Disney's multiple is. And there was a, an analyst yesterday that had written an article that the S&P will be trading at 18, um, 18 times earnings. Disney's PE ratio is 70. Is that right? Let me see. Let me look on FinBiz. Um, FinBiz, let's look at Disney's, Uh, that's what, 70 is what, um, yeah, PE, forward PE is 21, Mm, you can argue um, that that's accounting issues, Uh, what's interesting is, and this is funny, Rosenblatt, uh, that was the one that said Disney was uh, a buy, it was April 19th, so just three days ago, the price target is 177. Um, the previous price targets, uh, February 10th, 220 to 200 from JP Morgan. Guggenheim, 165 to 172. Um, Evercore, outperform, 200 to 190. This is all February 10th. This was right before their, their last earnings, 165 to 172. These guys have gotten it all wrong. There is nothing in here that points to a 120 price target as from any analyst whatsoever. Um So, this stock, in my mind, I think at these levels, um, again, if I go back, let me look at a weekly chart of Disney. Let's see when the last time it was trading, because I think it was around COVID, if I'm not mistaken. Nope, COVID, I'm sorry, COVID, it got down to the 80s, um, yeah, it looks like the low was 81, uh... 79, I'm sorry, 79 was the low. So you're at 121. Uh, Pre-COVID, this stock was at 140. So this is pre-Disney Plus. It's at 140 and it's trading at 121. What? Um. Uh, now, the earnings have come down. Pre-COVID, they were earning... About a dollar seven to a dollar eighty four. They're at a dollar six. The last uh, earnings. I I have friends who work in the parks in both California and Florida. Uh, Disney Shanghai is shut down. They're getting hurt by, by that that shutdown. Down. Um, China is still in lockdown, and Disney is you know there is some exposure to China. Um, there's some exposure to Russia from Disney because um, Disney is a beloved brand around the world. Obviously, Europe, uh, with COVID restrictions, they've been hit by that. But I can't imagine. You know, once this company gets up and running, wow. So, at 120, two years from now, I think you're at, you know, 160. It's not going to be one of those where it's at 190 again uh, within by the end of the year. It's not going to be 190 by the end of the year. But you know what? By June, 140, it's not unheard of. Uh, there was a Kramer piece, and again, I hate to bring up Kramer, but he brought up um, Larry Williams uh, a few days ago, um, the, the chart master, Larry Williams, who he likes, I additionally like, because Larry Williams is just purely technical, doesn't go on the, uh, the fundamentals whatsoever, purely technical from a chart perspective. He sees June being a big month. Maybe buy Disney here. I I see the support levels around 126. It broke down below there yesterday. Um, Disney in pre-markets 121. It's even down further. So uh, that's one that I wanted to look at and and make you see. Facebook, under 200. Traded down to um, 185. Let me see. Facebook, let's bring it up on... Um, active trader pro uh facebook traded down to 185 to 202 yesterday started out at 202 went down to 85 it's at 180 this morning uh closed at 188 so um again we're on a friday be careful but anything under 200 i think you know by june you know here's one of the other things actually i should bring this up bringing facebook snapchat we talked about earnings yesterday earnings we're good. Um, well, I should say, uh, Snap, it was worse than expected, still good. Um, but the daily average users and the revenue per per user were much better than expected. So what you saw with Snap was, um, and I was not trading this one. I I, I felt a little iffy going in. You saw a little run up close to earnings in the 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 aftermarket. It got down to about 28 yesterday at about, it looks like, 3 o'clock. And then from 3 o'clock to 4 o'clock, it ran up. I said, I I don't want to chase this one. Um, It went all the way up to 31. No, I'm sorry. Yeah, 32.40 was the high yesterday in aftermarket. Um, 32.35. It went all the way to 32. My, I would have been selling again 10% is your target, sell it, get out of it. But this will affect Facebook. They said they had problems, they were affected by the iOS changes more than they were in the previous months. So their advertisers were slightly hurt by this. That's going to hurt Facebook going forward. Now, the question is Has Facebook figured this out? They didn't figure it out last time. Uh, Snap. Seemed to do better last time than Facebook. They ran all the way up to 42 or something in the last one. Um, When I look at Snap, let's see, their 52 week high on Snap is 83 back in um, November. And then essentially the iOS changes killed them, blah, blah, blah. We're down at 30 today. Uh, By the way, Snap in pre market is 29.04. It's down even more. Um, You saw in the last half hour or something, some of these multiple. High multiple stocks, even the ARCs are coming down. Um, ARK is down to 0.3. Down 0.3 in pre-market. Tesla is down 0.2. So you're seeing some of those come down. Um, But that snap. Facebook, again, under 200. Um, American Express was one I brought up with earnings. They announced earnings this morning. They beat, uh, ironically, in pre-market, when they announced, they went all the way up to 190. Um, Yeah, there's a candle here. It looks like um, 801, 190.68. And then they dropped all the way down to 181. Um, They're trading at 185 right now. They closed at 185.74. So they're trading right at that. Their 52-week high is 199 back on February 16th. Um, This P.E. ratio is 18.59. So again, remember I said the S&P. There was an analyst that came out that said it's going to trade at around 18. This one's right on par. Here's what you've got to know about Federal or American Express. Business travel is coming back. Every airline, by the way, all airlines are up in pre-market again. They've been up all week because every airline, when they're posting earnings, has said, we're completely full. We're completely booked through the summer. We believe that business travel is going to be back to 2019 levels um, by the middle of the summer, <clears throat> which is crazy to think. International travel is still slightly hurt um, with some of the COVID restrictions overseas. So it's still hurt. But if airlines are saying that and business travel is back, American Express is back with that 52 week high at 199, trading at 185. I think with business tra- that's just a 52-week high. Think about that. That only goes back to April of last year. This doesn't include, um, you know, pre-COVID. When you look at uh, American Express pre-COVID, they were trading at 179, 178. You add in business travel again. They've got, they made two. Tw- um, let's see. No, I'm sorry. Let's go back. That to- that's not a weekly chart. Let's go back to pre-COVID. Um, pre-vote COVID, American Express was trading at about 120, 130, or 185 today. The earnings per share have almost doubled. Um, it seems, because pre-COVID, they were making anywhere between a dollar seventy four, a dollar fifty-eight to two dollars per share. Um, their earnings this period, uh, or I'm sorry, last period. I don't see earnings this period posted yet. Um Yeah, it's just not posted. But last period, it was 218. This one was, uh, they beat the estimates. So you're seeing business travel. And again, when you saw um, uh, essentially in 2021, uh, that was the first time when vaccines kind of came back. You saw uh, American Express trade from 124 all the way up to 150 within a couple of weeks. That's when the vaccines came out. Um, now you're at 185, a year later. So next year, do I think you'll be at 210 at this point in time? I think you could be 210, 220. Um, and again, if you want to 1.12% dividend as well. Credit card company, consistent spend. Um, I think this is one that, you know, if you can get it under 180, I think you get it at one, under 180. Just a couple of weeks ago, I'm sorry, March 7th, it traded down to 155. I don't think you're getting at that level again. Um, it's been using the 200 day of support on the weekly. Um, it's just above the 21 day on the weekly. Um, if I look at the algorithm uh, on this one, let's see if you're a buy. 184.50. That should probably be your buy rate on this one um, because the uh, algorithm performed 79% versus a 124% buy and hold. In my mind, I think this is a buy and hold, but if you didn't want to uh, buy and hold it, one eighty four fifty 50 is probably your price target on that one. Um, let's see. Disney we talked about. Uh, Meta we talked about. Nvidia. Nvidia is crazy because this was just um, almost 300 It was 283 like, let's see, March 29th. What's that, a month ago? It was at 300 You're almost, you're 201.55. If this one dips below 200, um, I'd say buy. You do have a buy in the algorithm on April 20th, two days ago at 225. I thought that was a good price target. The problem with NVIDIA is you're seeing all of these high multiple stocks. This is also in the chip sector, which has been killed. But NVIDIA is at 52 PE ratio. Let's look at what AMD is AMD's 34. Um AMD has been killed too. We'll take a look at AMD on, on the uh the algorithm. But AMD has just been killed. Um so I I think AMD 80 anything under 90 God. I'd take AMD under 90. Let's see where they when their earnings. Nvidia by the way, just to go back, May 25th is their earnings. Um they are the the the, the beloved AMD uh, Nvidia. Uh, AMD reports on May third, so they're well before Nvidia. Um, again, uh, it looks like you'd be in and out on on AMD. There was a buy at ninety seven. AMD, uh, the the algorithm fifty five percent versus the buy and hold asset performance at sixty one percent. So it's right on par. The algorithm kind of works right on par. I wouldn't get in any at anything over ninety. I would buy under ninety at this point. Um, the RSI is at 28. Buyers have to show up at this one. Um, let's look at uh, Simon Property Group. How'd this one hold up? Huh. Ironically, it's at 130. We had a buy at 128. I told you guys buy at 128. It's 130. Their uh, earnings come up on May 9th. Um, you know, Does any, is anybody not going shopping for the summer at outlet malls? I don't, I'm thinking of going to the outlet malls this weekend. Um try and get some some new shorts and stuff like that. So, uh, Simon Property Group, I think is a good one. Uh, Ford. Ford dipped under sixteen again yesterday. Just so you're aware. Um, this was a buy at 1550. You're trading at 1571 right now. Uh, get it at 1550 if you can. That's where the algorithm has you buying in. The nine and the twenty-one are kind of converging. This one might get you out on that last purchase. But I think this is a this is they they have earnings coming up on um, April twenty seventh. They have an ex dividend date. It looks like on April twenty fifth. What's their? I think their dividend yield is low, if at all. Um, Dividend yield. eh, It's two point five five percent. It's trading at fifteen sixty in the pre market, down about ten cents. I think you put in fifteen fifty at that one. Again, the algorithm on this one 94% versus a 211% asset performance. Um with Tesla's earnings, um supply chains being getting a little bit better, um you know, is Jim Cramer going to hype this one up again? Who knows. Uh AT&T was one yesterday, they announced um along with Verizon announcing today AT&T had a little bit better earnings than Verizon, 70 cents 77 cents per subscriber, but essentially they got um, their earnings surprise was 30% above what uh people were expecting. So, um, you know, that was mainly a spin-off. They got rid of a lot of their debt, blah, 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 the whole thing. Verizon um is one they announced uh, fewer customers than expected. They are down in pre-market to 55. Um, in my mind, again, Verizon has a pretty good dividend of 4.65%. Um they're down at 53. I'm sorry, they closed at 55. 53 pre-market. They kind of tanked. Um I, in my mind, I think anything below 50 on this one, you play it all day long. Their 52 week high is 59. Speaking of 52 week highs, Devon Energy. Remember I always said, uh I was thinking about moving this one to um to uh 65, kind of buy under 65 and wait for it to hit 65. That's down. Um, trading at $60 in the pre-market. 61.15 is where it closed. Again, get it under 60, ride it all the way up to 65. 52-week high um, just yesterday. 65.45, closed to 61. So you hit over 65 for the first time, you know, 52 weeks last week. Um, Now, let's get on to yesterday. Cleveland Cliffs blew out earnings. The guy with the yellow uh, 1970s shirt, the CEO was on uh, CNBC this morning, said everything looks good for this company. Like I said, buy it under 30. Um, It shot up to 32 in Um, pre-market. Take your 10%. Move on from this one. Uh, The 52-week high is 34. I think you could go to 34. Um, But if you've got 10% and you've got the profits in, uh, I would wait to see what happens on open. Uh, I think this one might trade up a little bit. Um, But uh, i think that's that's one that you probably could uh get into slumbers uh s l b um this was one that we talked about yesterday it's a um uh, it's a software for the oil company um they renounced earnings this one went from four sixty forty dollars and sixty five cents yesterday uh, i said if it dips under forty you can buy it um it, it kind of shot up to 41 or so not much um they did uh gain higher first quarter profit gap fall, uh, falls after cutting quarterly sales forecast so they cut the forecast most likely what that means for oils and such is that people will announce record earnings in the first quarter because of the price of oil but they may take their uh their their revenues down um you can see in CVX CVX traded down yesterday. Um, This is Chevron. Uh, Chevron came in at uh, crazy, crazy uh, high prices. 52 week high was just in March at 174. Um, This one traded yesterday between 172 and 163. And by the way, the 172 was early in the morning and it just completely shut down by about five, six percent. It's continuing to go down. Energy seems like it's uh, not holding up very well, and if you didn't want to trade energy, the banks they're doing pretty well that half point ho- uh, price hike um uh, essentially yesterday everything got taken down but Bank of America closed at thirty eight ninety one it's going to cl- open up slightly down thirty eight eighty eight um, It does look like the market is just taking everything down. Some of the other ones that i want you know one of my favorite ones sedge um s e uh SEDG, Solar Edge Technologies. I traded this one way back in the day um, around the pandemic. I think I bought it at 170, sold it at like 250, 280 within like a week or so. Um, This is one, you know, again, the algorithm makes you 126%. um, The asset performance is 149%. But this is a solar energy company, and solar energy is just it goes crazy. I mean, again, the ups and downs with the, on this one are nuts. Um, the most recent, you had a February 28th buy-in at 275, and you sold it at 312 for a 15% gain. Um, right now, you're out of it. This one traded all the way down to 253 yesterday. Um, let's look at it in pre-market. Uh, SEDG is the symbol, by the way. Um, it's trading slightly down to 250 <clears throat> uh, is the ask, um, but pre-market in this one is not very good. The um, the 10-day volume is 743,000 shares. The 90-day volume is 1.1 million. So you don't have volume on your side. But again, the 52-week low is 199. Keep an eye on this one. Um, that's from last year, May 13th of last year. Um, their most recent low. It looks like the support levels are about at 240. If this one hits 240, um I'd say go for it because I, I I think you'd probably make a good. Again, the the MACD is down, the RSI is at 20.26. 20.26, crazy crazy low. Um Enphase energy. Uh that's another uh ENPH This was one that, um, unusual options activity, um, EQ, I'm sorry, EQT, EQT is the unusual, uh, opportunity, uh, EQT corporation. It's an energy company. Um, this was one, it's trading at 42. There was a crazy, crazy, this is natural gas. And this was one of Tom's that Tom's had mentioned to me, but one of the Nigerian brothers brought up, um, June 49 calls were just bought um, for like five bucks. Huge, huge play on this one. $49 in, in, in June. It's trading at 42 today. Um, EQT, let's see where they, uh, it's natural gas and natural gas should continue to go up. It's trading at 41 right now. Um, this one in the algorithm, it was a March 1st buy at 22. EQT at 22. It's trading at 42 today. You've essentially doubled your money in this one within a matter of what? One month? So uh, Tom's got some good uh, natural gas plays as well. Um, let's see. Snap, Verizon, Cliff, Shop, United American and Delta, All Up, Oil uh, was going up. Devon Energy we talked about. Um, Alcoa, Apple we talked about. Netflix Netflix is an interesting one. Again, there, there's a usually a three-day rule where you can't buy, you know, after, after bed earnings or period, you kind of wait for three days and then you kind of look at it and blah, blah, blah. This MACD has nowhere near a cross-up. Um, the, the RSI is at 15. Nobody's buying this. Although, I will tell you, there were some reports that I did read that there were a lot of retail investors going into this one. Uh, quote unquote, buying the dip. You're at 220. Um, let's see what Netflix is at in pre market. I think it was down slightly. 221 uh, is where it's closed. It, yeah, you're at 221.60. Uh, it just opened up. Uh, it's 9:30. I am late on this one. Um, looks like the Dow opened up down. The Nasdaq opened up slightly up by two. Uh, S and P's is down by 15. Netflix is climbing. Ooh, that's a good run. Um, 221, 222, going pretty well. Um, I, in my mind, Netflix 210 is the floor. Uh, when I look at this one, I, I, I think, um, again, at some point, this is a Friday. It's been beaten up. I think it's got to come up. Um, the RSI is at 15. You never try and time the bottom on this one. I would wait for the MACD to cross up. Um, again, I think 200 is your floor. 210 200 to 210 is your floor. Uh, I'm getting a lot of reds. Um, let's look at some of the shippers. GOGL. Tom had posted a bunch of, uh, hey, the shippers look good today. GOGL looks like it's trading. Um we did have an algorithm buy on this one at 12:31 back on April 13th. GOGL is at 13:26. <clears throat> it traded up pre-market, but it has since completely crashed. Um, let me look. Where's Tom's stuff? Um, oh, SBLK. let's look at SBLK. Uh, SBLK is one that I really like. It's under 30. 2917. Uh, their earnings day do, 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 5.17. Let's see on the algorithm. S-B-L-K on the algorithm. Uh, it is 28 is the buy. You'd still be in at 28. It's trading at 29.17. It does look like it's coming down. That MAGD is going to cross down. Uh, the moving averages aren't underneath. So even with the cross down, it's not going to get you out. But the RSI is at 48. I would expect that to turn around. Uh, let's look at EGLE, put a little price target on this one. Cause I do think that EGLE was about to cross. Nope. You'd still be in at 68 on this one. It's trading at 63. Uh, the MACD is crossing down. I would not get into this one. That nine day is going to come under the 21. The algorithm will get you out of this one. Probably at a loss. Um, my guess is probably 60 is your target in here. If you can buy this one at 60, I think that's good. GNK is one Genko Shipping and Trading. <clears throat> um this one's down again buy in at 22. The MACD's crossing down. These just again the charts look kind of ugly. Uh DAC, I know we had a buy in yesterday of that one. Um or I'm sorry, it was the 19th two days ago. Uh, three days ago. 92 was the buy and It's trading at 85. Algorithm really did not work out here. It has just crossed the 200-day trading this morning. Um, the MACD is crossing down. The RSI is at 33. Uh, I would expect this one to continue to go down. Their earnings date is coming up on May 9th. Um, that, that is a catalyst for them. Um, they have a pretty good dividend. Um, let's see. DAC. They're trading at 85. They closed at 84. Um, Their dividend is 3.47. So uh, Zim, one of my favorites to kind of trade. Um, This one is probably down as well. Uh, It's up. Up 0.32. So uh, 56 is where Zim is trading. Again, their earnings are coming up on the 17th. Let's see on the algorithm. did this one cross up uh ba, 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 ba. Zim crossed up fifty five o four you're trading at fifty six uh it is on its way down. it looks like it's a a green candle today by slightly just about half a percent. um it's not much. the ten day trading volume is at five million, the ninety day is at four million. so you do have volume which would indicate a a pretty good move up. Um, you do have that 50-day coming down uh, to cover that, that. You're under the 200-day. If the 50-day crosses the 200-day and you're below 60, I think you probably could go down to 50. I, I see 51 as kind of a support level for this one. So um, if you want to buy at 55, I think today anything at 55, if it gets down there, I think you could hold that one through the weekend. Uh, if not, you know, outside of it going to 60. If you want to chase it uh, today, if it gets up to those levels and the market just goes crazy, something happens um, and you want to chase it, go and chase it. But I think you wait until, you know, Monday for this one. I, I don't see any reason to kind of go into this one. TGH, um, which is another textainer group. This one is largely down. Um, you had a buy in at thirty five on this one, and you just w- w- basically just dropped like a rock. Um, the RSI is at thirty eight. Uh, let's see, TGH is um down by 0.83. It just yesterday's volume went from thirty six down to thirty four. You're at thirty four twenty here. Um, the ten day volume. This is a very small cap micro cap. Um, 1.68 billion market cap, but the 10 day is 540,000 versus 438,000. I will tell you if you do larger buys in these style, um, you know, typically if I do a $10,000 or a $20,000 purchase on something like this, it is very hard to sell your shares Uh, and just be aware of that. Sell them in, in basically blocks, Uh, buy them in blocks or just do a small buy. Uh, I wouldn't do anything on a micro cap more than 5000 bucks, and it depends on your, um, your actual portfolio. But again, personally, for my portfolio, which is um, significant, I wouldn't do anything more than 5000 bucks. So, um, went over that. Okay, I'm not going to go on. I know it's a weekend. I know you guys will miss me over the weekend, but I am going to stop here because I'd like to keep these about 20 minutes, and I've been going an hour lately. Um, but again, I I think um Simon Property Group uh is a good one. Um, I looked at Oracle too yesterday. I posted this on Twitter. Simon Property Group's at 129. It's coming down. 128 was the buy. But again, if you buy it at this level, it's setting up to be a support level right here. Um, let's go with the weekly. What what was Simon Property Group prior to the And they've done significant things since the pandemic, by the way, um, to get them in a better spot. But pre pandemic, these guys were trading 150s and you're getting at 129. Now, they've bettered their business. Um, Again, pre pandemic, they were making 329. On February 3rd, right before the pandemic, they announced 329 per share. Last period, Um, they were at 309. If you don't think they're better now, uh, than they were pre pandemic when they're trading at 150, this is going back to 150. Mind you, this is going back to 150. Uh, I'm a big believer in this one and you get a 5% dividend. Let me, let me just make sure that that dividend is right. Is it five or 7%? Because you may be yielding a little bit more. Um, 5% 5% dividend and, and and David Simon is not cutting that dividend by the way um, one that I particularly liked before and, and I kind of mentioned Oracle I think I've mentioned it on a couple of podcasts um, the buy-in was at 80 um, remember we got a 10 a 9% profit out of this one you probably could have gotten 10% and gotten out but in the algorithm you have a 9% after a little bit of a drawdown uh, the buy-in is at 80 right now. Uh, it hasn't gotten you out. Let me see if it'll get you out. It might get you out if this one trades down today. If this one trades down today, it would stop you out uh, with whatever loss you have. But it's trading at 78. Um, let's see. ORCL. What's, it, what's the chart looking like today? Did it open down? Yeah, it's opening down. So um, I think you wait for this one. I wouldn't buy into it today. Let's see if any of my ones are moving. Baba's moving. Yes, I still own Baba. Uh, Ooh, GBTC took a hit. This was one I was a believer in at 30. Um, Yeah, it still got you in. It didn't get you out. might get you out today. But it's got to buy-in at 30. And it's trading at 29.30. So you're under 30 on on GBTC. Um, Whether you believe in Bitcoin or not, JB Hunt I got out of that one's trading at 169. So I'm glad I got out of that one. Um looks like the banks are down, Occidental Petroleum at 58, anything under 60 in my mind, you buy into that one with uh their earnings coming up. Um PayPal down 1%, Shopify down even more. Uh wow, Shopify. Ugh, that's just killing me. Um Target is at 245. Look at the Target. Um this one's down uh, 1%, and it's probably because it's been flying. I mean, you know, again, we had a buy-in and Target April 7th. Um, what, two weeks ago, three weeks ago? 227, it's at 245. I'm fine with that one taking a break. Like I said, I think that one's going back to its all-time high in the 250s. Um, Walmart down at 159. Down slightly. Yeah, I'm down today. Oh, well. Um, so that's it. Have a great weekend. I may talk to you Monday. I might have to do a late one on Monday. Uh, I am actually working. I took a contract job, so I will be working with major league soccer down in Orlando. If anybody's in Orlando, um, come and say hi. I'll be working at the, uh, there's a Mexican major league soccer game down there tournament. Uh, I forget which stadium, but heading down there. So have a great weekend. Uh, talk to you later.